0: good morning everyone and welcome to the geriatric goddess podcast today is may 29th 2022 and i am your host christina mcconnell i am so excited today to get to introduce to you amanda rossiter amanda is a level 2 cna and has worked home health and hospice for almost 12 years and has been a cna for over 16 years for those of you who are not familiar with it cnas are certified nursing assistants That may also be called a nursing assistant, a nurse's aide, or a patient care assistant, depending on which state you live in. CNAs work directly with patients and nurses, helping with many physical and complex tasks for patient care. So Amanda is far from an average aide and delivers exceptional care to all of her patients. And she's going to be giving us some insights to her career and what she does as a home health and hospice aide. Welcome, Amanda. Let's get started with what you love about being a home health and hospice CNA. Thank
1: you, Christina. Um, I've always loved the elderly. um, And I love to care for people. I've kind of always had that in my Jeans, I guess.
0: I know you mentioned earlier that you also love their their stories and what what insights that the patients are able to give you. The main thing is I love
1: listening about how their life was in the past when they were younger and the history. I do have a few that have a lot of history in my little town in Gillette.
0: What are some of the biggest challenges in this field that you face?
1: Some of the biggest challenges is sometimes I go into a home and they're not set up or for a shower or their home just isn't right for their needs and I help with that. I give them pointers
0: on for safety and how they can get in and out safely. Well, I think that's one of the biggest, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's one of the biggest challenges facing a lot of people is their homes are not set up for hospice care or home health. They don't have grab bars in the shower or toilet razors on the seats. And that's, you know, one of many things that home health and hospice can provide in the home is helping, helping patients get the home set up so that they can get the care that they need. And a lot of people aren't even aware of what equipment and supplies are out there that can make their lives a lot easier and the lives of their families easier. So thank you for bringing that up. And so can you tell us a little bit more and elaborate on what you specifically do as a home health and hospice DNA? So, in home health, I
1: usually um, go to their home. I can help with their daily ADLs, for instance, showering, getting dressed. We try to keep their independence as much as possible, let them do what they can, and I'm there to assist. Um, getting in and out of the shower safely is a big one. Also, rugs with walkers, transferring, and the hospice side. Kind of the same thing, just depending on how advanced they are in their disease, if they need more help or not at the beginning. Some, most of the time, not usually. And as time progresses, then we help a little more as far as showering if they cannot get in there in and out safely or if they're having falls. Usually I will do bed bathing. Um Dressing, light housekeeping, also I do light meal preparation, run their errands if we need to. We also do respite care for hospice side to give the caregiver's family
0: a break. And I love that you guys do that, Amanda. I think that is something that family goes on burnout. They feel like they need to be there all the time and taking care of the loved one. And it's very emotionally draining, and exhausting for a family member. And sometimes even just getting that 30 minutes to an hour respite break is a huge breath of fresh air for a family member. And so that's another service. If you have uh, a loved one that is needing hospice care, that's certainly something to look into is make sure that the family is getting respite Um, i'd also like to mention that there is uh, some states do have uh, inpatient hospice care i know we're getting ready to build one right now and so if your house is not set up to do some of the cares that amanda mentioned those inpatient facilities have everything you need they've got 24 7 nursing staff that can look after your loved ones so there's options there and we'll do another episode as we continue with hospice and home health because i'm going to get somebody interviewed here for the the inpatient hospice we are building that way you guys can learn more of what that entails so with uh you amanda is there any advice that you would give someone who maybe is considering being a home health or hospice DNA? i definitely feel like it's not for everyone and, you know, being a hospice CNA, you are taking care of someone up until their dying moment usually and holding their hand as they take their last breath. And I feel like that takes a very special, caring and compassionate person and it's certainly not an easy job. So could you please uh, give us some closing thoughts on that for someone who's looking at becoming a hospice and home health CNA? Absolutely. CNA work is not for
1: everybody. Not just anyone can do it. Um, It takes a lot of compassion, work, caring, loving. Sometimes even on the home health side, you know, we go into people's homes and they have like a crisis going on, family dynamics or just anything really. And we come in there and we just work with them and they have a better outcome at the end. they usually just love you and thank you so much and appreciate you even same thing on the hospice side you can go in and there's lots of family dynamics or there's somebody's having a pain crisis and you know we go in there and help them and bed bathe them and get them comfortable and positioned right and in bed and you know the family is totally appreciates it we do do a lot of family education on both sides of the the home health and the hospice and we also talk a lot about the progression of each disease and their the dying the signs and symptoms and what to look for and if they need anything they can always just call no matter what there's always a nurse on call at any time of the day night holidays it doesn't matter and we also look into like the safety and if you know they need to be placed in a facility which is absolutely wonderful. I have worked in a facility before, which is wonderful. The family
0: appreciates it. It also helps the family out. They don't have to worry about caregiving at home. And caregiving at home, I know, can be really challenging. It's it's certainly not for everyone. I know people sometimes feel guilty when they have to place a loved one in a 24-7 care facility, such as a nursing home. Not all nursing homes are bad. I know we did an episode debunking some of the around nursing homes. And you do have to shop it out just like anything else. But there's options out there because sometimes a home is just not safe for uh, for someone who is on hospice services and it, it, it's not set up. And even with everything in there, it's too much stress and burden on the family. And Amanda, most uh, hospice places offer uh, ongoing counseling and support for family members, what have you seen available through your work? Absolutely.
1: We have
0: social work, which is
1: wonderful. They, they're miracle workers. All I got for that one. They do wonderful. They know the, the in and outs of the information that you need. They work with you. They talk with you. Um, We get a lot of grieving patients, also people, their families, Crying, we see families at their worst,
0: pastors.
1: Anything. Well, and there's
0: chaplains on with most um, hospices that volunteer and yes. are always available to the family. And there is ongoing support for the family. So, hospice is more, it's not just for the person who is dying, but it is also. Ongoing aftercare aftercare for the family as well and making helping them through the grieving process. And I think that's absolutely important that they're supported. Most people actually get on hospice too late. They wait till they're actively dying. And it is a service that is available sooner. I hope that more people will hopefully we'll break the negative stigma around hospice and people will realize how many amazing nurses and CNAs like Amanda are on staff to help early on in the game and prep you for that and make the transition a little bit easier. And they do take that stress off of the, off of the family members so with hospice we'll continue to explore that in other episodes amanda thank you so much from for joining us from wyoming today and sharing some insights of home health and hospice and aids our aids are a vital part to our senior care in america i know everyone at your work absolutely loves you and is happy to have you for over a decade now and i'm grateful for your time today i hope everyone has a wonderful and safe memorial weekend If you like this episode, hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I am your host, Christina McConnell, your geriatric goddess.